and throwbacks all day. 89.9 KMOJ. The lead prosecutor in the, for the former Kim officer, Kim Potter, is on the line with us right now. Keith Ellison, good morning. Good morning. How you doing? Unbelievable. Glad yeah, you're with man. us this morning. Uh, before we get to the business, the real business of the day that's happening a week from tomorrow, uh, you are the lead prosecutor in the case of Kim Potter. Is this setting a, a precedence for uh, the state's attorney generals to take on cases involving police uh, misconduct across the country? You know, Freddie, I really hope so, man. I think it certainly could. I think it would be best for the country if we saw more active engagement from uh, attorneys general, uh, because I think it would improve uh, the level of trust and confidence uh, in law enforcement generally if people knew that everybody has to play by the same rules. Everybody has to obey the law. And you don't get a pass just because you wear a badge. And nobody can just treat you any old kind of way simply because you are a person of color, a black person, uh, or low-income person. One standard of justice for all. That's what I hope we can do. Well, the uh, governor told us the other day that uh, this is you being on the case assures accountability. And I just heard yesterday afternoon someone saying in a printed piece that why should you uh, prosecute someone who's already said, look, it was a mistake? Well, well, first of all, it was a lethal, culpable error. Um, And um, so I wouldn't just relegate it to a simple mistake. A mistake is when you are supposed to be on at 7, but you think you're on at 7.30. That's a mistake. (laughs) You know. Now, what we have here is the death of a human being. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And uh, what we have here is a 26-year veteran who simply should. I mean, it's, it's there are mistakes and there are culpable, net, culpably erroneous uh, actions, and we have to be accountable for them. And here's the other thing. if you Just because you admit a mistake doesn't mean everything's over. I mean, if you drive through an intersection and hit somebody and you injure them, do you just say, oh, sorry, and then keep leaving, keep going? Right. That can no, happen. You, 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 you've got to be accountable for that. Wow. Everybody, we're talking with Minnesota Attorney General Keith Ellison. And uh, I would be remiss if we didn't talk about uh, crime in the north side, specifically three young people shot. Two now have expired, a nine-year-old and a six-year-old. Uh, what do you say, what message do you have to our community concerning these uh, senseless acts of violence? Well, the first thing is, you know what? If you see something, please say something. We have got to have accountability here as well we we have to uh if you you're not snitching if you um if you tell what you know mm-hmm. right you're not snitching if you get if you tell everybody okay look uh, this is what happened this is what we saw snitching is when you do a crime with somebody and then you tell on the other person so you can get less time mm-hmm. right that's snitching Snitching is not when you step up as a good citizen to say that you are aware of facts and you can relieve the burden of suffering of a family. That's not snitching. So I want to just remind everybody, 
that there's a family that is ailing out there today uh, because their loved one, their child, is gone to them. The least you can do if you know anything is cooperate and to make sure the information gets to the proper investigating authorities. I will also say to my heart goes out to the families who lost these beautiful children. Mm-hmm. These children were the hope of our community. They're innocent. And to know that they're now gone because of senseless violence is the heartbreaking, uh, heartbreaking thing. And I'm really sorry for their families and actually our community, quite honestly. Mm-hmm. Chantel Singh's got a question for you, but I just got a comment. Uh, Marcus Hunter, who lives on the north side, just graduated from De La Salle High School, is going to college in Arizona, uh, Attorney General. And he says he fears, this this 18-year-old fears just walking down the streets in his own community because of the violence. He takes his headphones off so that he can be aware of his surroundings. Yeah. Well, let me tell you, we have to try to save lives in as many ways as we can. And uh, one of those ways is um, what's with regard to uh, this COVID-19 disease. So hoping we can spend a little time to discuss that today. Absolutely. Yes, go For sure. I I know that, uh, you know, it's clearly a joint effort in us with the community, with law enforcement. But uh, Attorney General, what is the office? What is the Minnesota Attorney General's office? Is there a plan in place to try to alleviate some of this violence? Uh, Something that we can do differently to try to figure out who the culprits are? Is there something that is happening or being put together to kind of take it up a notch to figure out how we can stop this violence in our communities? Yes, absolutely. We are investigating we are urging people to come forward, uh, and we believe that it is something that is uh, a top priority for our community. So we hope people will step forward and, and engage. I did see that the city, which is uh, this is the, their jurisdiction, is uh, focusing its attention on new uh, efforts to stop the spike in uh, criminal violence, and uh, all of the all over the north side and all over the city. So that is happening, and, and, and we see that there's just been more intense focus, as well as crime prevention strategies. We've seen, you might want to consider having Sasha Cotton come on to talk about uh, mm-hmm. these prevention strategies that everybody can be a part of. Wow. Uh, and this issue has really hit home to you because early on, uh, when the pandemic first hit, you lost a family member. And now there's an event that you are behind, uh, June 5th, where you're looking for the entire, well, the Northside community anyway, to come out for a COVID vaccine fair on June 5th from 10 until 5. That's right. We want everybody to come out and get vaccinated. We know that a lot of people are reluctant about the vaccination, but it is going to help save your life and those of your loved ones. June 5th on the uh, parking lot of the Urban League, uh, that is what we're doing. That's what we need your help with. So we're asking people to step up and be part of it because it's critical to the safety and the health of our folks. There have been a lot of lies told. There's a story out there about microchips and stuff. That's not true. That's not true, folks. It ain't true. Nobody's experimenting on us. This is not what's going on. It's just making sure, just like you got the smallpox vaccination, we need you to get the COVID vaccination so you don't spread it, so it doesn't spread to you and your family, and so that people are healthy and safe and well, and that's what we're hoping happens. 
You're partnering with a few agencies to make sure this happens on a week from tomorrow. Yeah, we're working with uh, North Point, Stella Whitney West, one of the great lawyers, great activists, great leaders in our community. We're working with Steve Belton at the Urban League. We're working with Senator Bobby Champion, mm-hmm. one of my good friends, our own senator. We're working with um, our state uh, representative, uh, Esther Ajaboje, and city council member, uh, Jeremiah Ellison. And so we're doing, we're teaming up on this thing because we need to get everybody vaccinated as soon as we can. So that's our hope. I was talking with uh, Chris Ayersman and uh, mentioned to her that your goal is 300 vaccines. And she said she's standing by to offer more vials should you need it. Well, you know what? We need all the help we can get. Right now, we need folks listening to this broadcast show up and help out. All right. Is there a need to yeah. register? There. Yeah. So give us a call. And at the urban, at the, uh, uh, actually, we're just going to have these folks just drop in and show up. Oh, okay. But if you, you know, you you can just show up and get one. We're, we need, and let me just share this with you, if I may. About seventy one percent of white people in Minneapolis have the vaccine. About twenty eight percent of African Americans do. Those numbers may have gone up in the last few days, but they're still pretty bad. We need to make sure that we close that gap so that COVID disease doesn't have a safe haven in our community. Let's step up. Let's do something about it right away. All right. That's Saturday, June 5th, 10 until 5 o'clock. Chantel? Yes, it is. Uh, the Northside Family COVID Vaccine Fair. Uh, free food, music, giveaways, and all of that. So show up. You don't need to uh, register anything. And, uh, yeah, just show up and get, get vaccinated, 10 to 5 p.m. Do you have a final thought for our Twin Cities audience this morning, Mr. Attorney General? Is he there? Are you Are you still there? Yeah, I'm right here. I accidentally hit me. I just want to say, <laughs> that's the story day. of my life. Everybody, have a wonderful day, everybody. June 5th, we want to see you all there. We'll see you there. All right. Thank you, Keith Ellison, stopping by to talk about uh, a wide range of topics, including the Northside Family COVID Vaccine Fair happening June 5th, 10 o'clock until 5. All right. Dear friend is up next.